You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. We've got an exciting women's event coming up in mid-April. And so we want to give you more information about the If Gathering, If Local here at Kingsway on April the 23rd. Is that right, Kelsey? Yes, 23rd, Kelsey yep. Stevens and Becky Halen are here with us. Uh, they are, I mean, they, they helped start it several years ago, at least here at Kingsway. And so we're super excited to hear some more details and hear the heart. And Becky, you and I were talking before uh, the podcast and, and you were kind of reflecting on what that first if gathering was like for you and, and how you've seen God just bring people into your life because of it way back then. Yeah, so when I first came, I knew hardly anybody. I was not really connected or plugged in, um, but I was invited by a friend. So I went, and it just so compelled me to actually want to start a Bible study at Kingsway. And so it just spiraled after that. The ripple effect from what if did for my heart and my compassion for Jesus and for others um, was just life-changing. I mean, you went home during the lunch break of it and, and printed off flyers to start a Bible study, right? Yes. Uh, yes. And when I was doing it, I was just so, um, so not expecting what actually happened. So from that Bible study that I was able to start from the If Gathering, I was able to make a ton of connections with different women and just be able to um, see God at work and just His uh, provision for what was going to be happening with the women at Kingsway. Kelsey, that's how you and Becky met, right? Through through that study? Yes, absolutely. Which is just it's super cool just to hear how she literally just took a chance on where the Holy Spirit was directing her in that moment. And it led to now where we're at. So it's really cool. Right here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, awesome. So, so those of you listening at home, maybe you've said, hey, didn't that already happen? The If Gathering and the live event did. That was a few weeks ago, but we get to show the parts of number one, we get to change it from a two day event to a one day event, which we think adds a lot of value so that we know your lives are busy ladies at home. We know that uh, the husband's speaking for myself, have have small capacities to take care of the kids in small portions. <laughs> so we really want to make it a Saturday for you uh, and compact it there. And then we can get most of the content in during that one day. And so just Kelsey, talk about the day itself and what uh, you have planned so far. Yes, absolutely. So our actual start time, I believe we have said is going to be at 830 with the doors opening at 8 a.m. And we will have some light breakfast and coffee for everyone in the morning. And then um, the plan or the hope is we have to wait a little bit longer before we have final details in place, but the hope will be that we will have um, some breakout sessions and we will have a few breaks for snack opportunities in the late morning and then early afternoon. We will be providing lunch as well um, and just try and get in as much of the event as we can to really just soak up all of the talks and the worship and everything that IF has to offer. So. A full day, absolutely. I think till about four thirty or so is our plan. So, what what's the theme for if this year? What is the focus that you've heard um, from the event? It focuses obviously on the Lord, but how God is at work. I think that in our culture right now and the way that things are going in the world, they really wanted to focus on 
how God is still at work and how God is still on the move. And while that is, if heart for like every year, they really do a good job of focusing on that this year and um, reflecting on things that can be broken and how God is still working through them. So it's, it's a really powerful event this year for sure. Becky, I know you had talked about uh, having your people and, and, and just how that's been a, a focus as well. Yes. So um, things that I am super excited about is just the emphasis on finding those people that keep you connected to Jesus and keep you going and keep you feeling um, just the fuel you need to be able to pour into others and to be able to um, have that daily connection with the Lord. I know that if it wasn't for Kelsey and my other fellow um, friends that keep me accountable, um, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. So I think that some of the things that they will focus on too as well is just being able to um, stay connected and find at least one or two people that will keep you um, connected and feeling um, just inspired to go on and share and go out and make disciples. Yeah, and such a great way to do that is by serving. And so maybe someone out there is saying, yeah, I'm excited for this. I don't know anybody. Kelsey, no better way than to jump jump into service opportunity and help put if on with you. Yes, absolutely. So before I go into that, I do want to touch on what Becky just okay, said. Yeah. Literally, that is one of the things that is spoken about at the event this year with Jenny Allen, who is the founder of If She Has a Moment to Speak. And I won't give too much away, but she focuses so much on the importance of having those relationships and how it can be awkward and it can be difficult and you have to work through struggles sometimes, but it's so worth it mm. to be in relationships with sisters in Christ. It's just so, so good. So I love that Becky shared that because we have more of that to come. And if, okay. um, yes, serving, absolutely. That is well, a great way for you to serve at if, if that is something that you are interested in. We just need hands the day of, the night before for setup, just any opportunity to be able to greet people at the door or to help hand out the snacks or food and drinks. And we'll have other things. I can't go into too much detail. That surprises. <laughs> Lots of surprises. Yes, really great things. But um, helping hands for the day to help pull that off. It takes a lot of people to get the event to actually come to fruition. Yeah. And so the actual day, it'll be super helpful to have additional volunteers for sure. So if people are interested, would they just reach out to you individually or the Kingsway Women's Ministry? Yep. They can email us at the Kingsway, it's women's ministry, KCC at gmail.com. I believe I'm saying that correctly. I always second guess myself. <laughs> um, and then um, also when we have the corner booth set up, they're welcome right. to come and sign up for if they're, if they have any questions regarding the day or additional details with timing, or if they're looking to volunteer the day of. Okay. Absolutely. There you go. Lots of opportunities. If, if if you're driving in the car and you didn't get a chance to write that down, you can reach out to me too and I'll connect you with Kelsey in that opportunity. What are some things in the past uh, that like, like you, you sit there, you get all this information, you interact with other ladies. Becky, we've heard a little bit of your heart and how that has progressed, but what are some other instances where you have seen fruit come from if the day after or the weeks after? 
Yeah, so I've had many people share stories of, you know, they're afraid, they're um, just maybe not a person who is super social, you know, they may get uneasy in big environments, but we have those people that come that are able to get connected then Mm -hmm. with a smaller group. So then they would feel more involved in that smaller group afterwards. So just coming to the event um, can then allow them the opportunity to be in a smaller setting where they can grow. And then also we have those people who come who love to be around a lot of people. So um, you have both people, but all people are welcome to come. And it just feels really inviting. Like when you're able to walk and show up there, you may feel just so much, I mean, maybe even anxiety or just not know what to expect. But every time I've been there and talked to people afterwards, they said once they got there, once they got in the doors, it just, uh, everything kind of went away and they just felt at ease and welcomed and uh, loved. You have more to add, Kelsey? Absolutely, it looks like you did. Yeah. Yes, yes. I just love so much of what she's saying. My first experience of coming to if at Kingsway, I literally did not know a soul. And um, on that day, I had, I had actually gotten a phone call mid if gathering of some hard news that our family was going through. And I'm like sitting alone in this and I don't know anyone. And I was sitting next to a couple of gals that were just nearby, but not super close. And they invited me over and we got to chatting and I ended up meeting now it was Molly Morehouse, Rhett's wife, and Gretchen, who's now on the women's ministry team, and a dear friend. And it's just like from that one moment, just the ripple effect that happened with that and the building of a relationship with Gretchen and now how she's a part of the women's ministry team. And just it's just super cool to see that just that saying yes to the opportunity to be able even at the very least connect with other women at the church. It makes the church feel so much smaller and makes you feel more a part of it than as opposed to somebody who just attends it, if that makes sense. Totally. I mean, I can, I can relate on a men's retreat level and, and I assume it's similar, but I won't fully assume it's similar, (laughs) but, (laughs) but my favorite Sunday is the Sunday after men's retreat, Mm -hmm. which is normally the next day we finished on Saturday night back in president's day weekend, because then all of a sudden you come to church on Sunday and you recognize a lot more yes. people and you're waving across the worship center and you're telling stories now for men's retreat. It's more, there's more jokes. Than <laughs> I, I would imagine. I don't know. But, but is that next Sunday similar for, for if gathering, you've just spent the whole day together and then you're seeing faces that perhaps you've seen before, but now, you know, Kelsey. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I would even say just in the following weeks, it just, for me, having not known many people going into If Gathering and then coming out of it with just three familiar faces, I felt more at ease coming into the church and not knowing people. And then also it was just like when you saw that person, you're like, oh, I do know them. Even if I don't remember her name, I'm horrible about remembering people's names. I'm really horrible about it. But even just that, just to like see a familiar face and know them and like you can just small talk mm-hmm. after and just the opportunity to slowly get to know each other is just a blessing. Absolutely. I was down at Southeast Christian Church with some of their group's pastors not too long ago, and they said a, a really interesting thing. They said all three quarters of the baptisms at one of our campuses have come through groups. They have not come because people came to church first and then went to an if gathering mm-hmm. or to a group. They came to a group or an mm-hmm. if gathering first, had relationship with people, wanted to follow Jesus and be baptized, and then became a part of the church body. And Becky, I know that invite culture, that idea that, hey, my neighbor, this might be the way that they start to learn about Jesus. Yes. And if you are listening to this podcast right now, I know that it's not an accident. 
I'm serious. Um, God's allowing you to hear this um, so that you can go out and share this information with other people. It could really change lives about um, just even with that simple invite. You know, we're not only asking you to come to IF, we're asking you to invite somebody else to come with you, somebody that you maybe normally wouldn't even ask. But doing that is also just um, you saying yes to maybe your uneasiness, having the courage to ask somebody that maybe you don't think would even come, is you saying yes and to being bold and to being courageous to invite somebody, but you don't know what you could do in that invite. You don't know what God can do and the ripple that that can have on somebody's life. And what a great opportunity too. If you're nervous about coming, hey, bring someone you know, and then you can be less nervous. At least you, you know one face. And like these ladies have said, they're, other people are going to come up to you and they're going to talk to you and get to know you a little bit, but that at least gives you a, a little bit of comfort. And, and if nothing else, Kelsey, you could say, hey, come for Chick-fil-A. It's at lunch, right? Yes, yes. absolutely. Chick-fil-A. We are looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, well, let's go over the dates once again. April 23rd, uh, going to start in the morning, about 8.30, doors opening uh, about 8.00. Sign up as soon as we can, but what, what's our deadline, Kelsey, for that? Easter Sunday. There you go. Yep. Easy one to remember. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for stopping by. Any last words um, for ladies that are sitting out there listening, wondering? Maybe just find your people and mm. come to F. Love Absolutely. It. We'll see you then. <laughs>